Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. The following is a presentation of Podcast One. What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? Eric Bowling and Brett Favre on everything from politics and sports to business and culture. This year has been insane. I got some advice for y'all. Take two weeks off and quit. That man right there, number four, Brett Favre. First NFL completion, and it's to himself. It's big time and prime time. That's why Brett Favre is Brett Favre. Now it's Bowling with Favre. All right, here we go. Week two, show number two, Bowling with Favre. Brett Favre, what a week to kick off a podcast, Brett. What a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 55. I was in Vegas. You know what? We, we, had, a lot of, we had a lot of insights last week, week one, and, and boy, we were kind of right on a lot of that stuff. Brett, what your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Um, as I have said over and over again, um, Chiefs had tons of firepower. Uh, if I were a bet man, you know, I, I you, you you think the Chiefs are are the you know the the favorite as they should have been, but I would never bet against Tom Brady. And uh, again, I still would not bet against Tom Brady. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, you know, So we were sitting there last week. We were in Atlanta together talking about what, what what's the bet, what's the action, and I, I, I said, you know, can't can't bet against Brady. And I went with the under, and I'm sitting there watching that football game. First, Brady three and out. I'm like, uh-oh, am I going to win one and lose one? And then it was back and forth a little bit. But, boy, uh, that, that defense, that Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense, really, really supplemented Tom Brady. I think the story of uh, – obviously, the story of the year is Tom Brady switching and then winning another Super Bowl, and, you know, rightfully so. But the story of the Super Bowl itself – yeah is the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Outstanding. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They just shut down the running game. They shut down Mahomes. They, they got to him. I, you know, I, I had a – Brett, I, so I was in Vegas watching the, the Super Bowl with a couple of friends. And I had, like I said, I had Brady in the under, but I also had a bunch of prop bets, and it was going back and forth. Um, I had Mahomes plus 40 and a half passes. It was the fourth quarter. They're down to – Four minutes in the fourth quarter, Brady had obviously won the game. It was the under. I'm trying to figure out how we're going to get – I'm going to get the over 40 and a half on, on Mahomes. And for some reason, I don't know why they did it. It was third and one um, on their own 40 or so, and Bruce Arians calls a long pass play to Gronkowski, incomplete. And I'm like, you're going to give the ball back to, to Mahomes. I mean, look. Stranger things have happened in four minutes or so. Didn't understand that play. Were you watching that? Did you? What? I mean, I guess he's just had so much confidence in his defense. Well, at that point, I think the the writing was on the wall. Uh, yeah, it, you know, officially it was not over. Um, and you got a quarterback who you you trust completely. Um, an incompletion um, is is certainly not. A bad thing. Stop. More importantly, you know, up to that point, turn the ball over, stop the clock. I'm like, come on, you got one first down, you got the game in in your in in the in the bag. Yeah, I mean, you can make an argument to both. Um, Bruce Arians, if he were on our show right now, he would say, "Worked out fine, didn't it?" (laughs) Yes, he would. (laughs) But I think I think at that point, the confidence in his defense, yeah, understandably so, was at an all-time high. You know, um, but what it did do, for me at least, was it gave the ball back to Mahomes, who had three more passes and got over, four, over 40 and a half. I won that, won that problem. Well, I think that's probably what he was trying to accomplish. That's what, do you think Brady had Mahomes over 40, or Arians had Mahomes over 40 and a half passes probably, right? I would think so, yeah. I think so. That, so that would be a, so, a, a good bet. So we have some folks that is second week into this podcast, Brett Favre, Hall of Fame quarterback. And there's some gifts that come along with that. One of them is Brett had a text conversation or a conversation with none other than Tom Brady, all MVP, Tom Brady. But what, what that entails, we're going to get to that in just a minute. But first, I want to talk a little bit about IP Vanish. Brett, if you're online and you're surfing around, maybe you buy your wife something, a nice dress or whatever you do. They 
keep that information. You, you might be on another site. You might be looking up some sports information or, or going to a news website. All of a sudden, that same place you bought that dress starts popping up everywhere. Well, that feels creepy to me, and it should, because not only are they looking at whatever you're buying, they're looking at whatever you're doing all over the place, but IP Vanish, you know, they make sure that this doesn't happen. They try and take that IP address of yours, the uniqueness of the IP address, and they hide it. They bury it. I mean, I get it, but I, what I do get is uh, I don't want people stealing my stuff yeah. or being able to get it. And so that's the cool thing about IP Vanish is uh, it works. Pretty much everyone has a computer, a tablet, phone, works on all those. It's safe. Maybe most importantly, affordable. $3.49 a month. Or twenty seven ninety nine a year, you can pre- protect your online privacy and security because it's called a virtual private network VPN, and that makes basically makes sure that your IP address is encrypted; no one can steal it. If you're walking through an airport, this is something to think about. If you don't have IP Vanish and you're walking through an airport and you log into their their free Wi Fi, they're stealing everything you do. They're they're they got your name. They know where you're surfing. They know who you're texting. They know all that information unless you get an IP vanish and, and you know, 349 it's, it's cheap. Yeah. 349. I think we, we pay for that. Uh, no, it's, it's people, a, it's a coffee. It's a Starbucks oh, coffee. coffee. No, coffee is way more than 349. I mean, what are you, where are you buying your coffee at? Right. $3 and 80 cents. It's a venti. Okay, see, it's more American. than 349. <laughs> yeah, technically it is. You're right. But because IP Vanish loves the show, they're hooking you up with a huge special offer, 65% off. Just go to IPVanish.com slash Farve, F-A-V-R-E. Claim your 65% savings. IP Vanish is the best of the best. And we want you to show these guys some love. It's IPVanish.com slash Farve to get the deal and start protecting yourself online. Brett, let's get to that Brady combo. What happened? Uh, well, Tom and I uh, have really been friends since uh, he started playing way back in the day. Um, and uh, we've just hit it off and, and you know, had conversations and dialogue throughout our careers. And, you know, when he switched teams this year, um, he and I talked probably more of the, this year than we have in, in any, any year previous. I think uh, part of that is, I had gone through what he was about to go through and uh, he picked my brain a little bit. And, Hmm. you know, obviously uh, there's not a whole lot from an advice standpoint. I can tell Tom, um, he seems to have it figured out pretty good, but uh, I was just, you know, giving him congrats each and every week, maybe lifting him up at other times, you know, they struggled a little bit early. Um, but I kept telling, you know, and, and Tom's always humble and, and very modest in his replies and, and in interviews. And, uh, anytime he's speaking, he's, he always says the right things. But, you know, you, oftentimes when, when trouble arises, you kind of wonder, did I make the right decision, blah, blah, blah. I knew, I, and I said this all year, um, they were going to get better because really their preseason, if you think about it, was regular season uh, because of the pandemic. There was no preseason games. You have to think back. He changed teams. He was not able to practice with uh, any of the players prior to the start of the season. So they were going to have some bumps along the way. And I went and watched the game, uh, home game in Tampa, filming an episode of The Grind for NFL Films. And – um uh, watched it uh, really me and my daughter and my daughter's friend and my, my grandson went, we were the only fans and, and they won, but it was a struggle, but I could see that they were close. Mm-hmm. And I would just reiterate that to Tom over and over again, that look, you know, I know it's not going to be perfect, but you guys are, you're getting better each and every week. And lo and behold, they make a run and, uh, and get hot at the right time. And Tom was, you know, true to form. So uh, I sent him a congrats after the game and told him, you know, I, I told you way back when that it was going to be better. Boy, was it ever. And I uh, said, hey, started a new podcast and i uh, love to have you on. He said, give me a couple of weeks to let the dust settle and I'll come on. So That's I'm going to hold him to that. 
That's great. That's great. So t- stay tuned. Make sure, by the way, if you're listening or if you're watching a clip, make sure you go and rate the show. So subscribe and rate the show. You, you just might have Tom Brady and Brett Favre on the same show you're listening to. By the way, if there's a Mount Rushmore, the greatest of all time, those two are definitely on that Mount Rushmore. Four faces, two of the four will be on on that Mount Rushmore. Brett, you know, some of the fun on the book, just a couple of thoughts, you know, random as a as an athlete, but it was baseball, but as a football lover, I can watch. What a that Buccaneer team. I mean, people say Tom Brady. Yeah. And the defense was fantastic, but you look, it's a Super Bowl, right? And you look how many times Mahomes got crunched. He got sacked a few times. He got hit hard. Brady was pretty much untouched. That offensive line is awesome. Yeah. And much like the team, they got better each and every week. And I said this from day one, and I'll say this at the start of next season and in any season that Tom continues to play in. If he can be protected, now, you could say that about every quarterback, but I, I say that about Tom more than, than any other because his game is about being in the pocket, and he is the best pocket present presence quarterback in history. The only other who, to me, is uh, close is Joe Montana. What I mean by that is – you don't have to have a completely clean pocket, but if you can get, give him a little a little cocoon or, or bubble, he can move just enough. I mean, he has this presence about him that, to not over-shuffle. Mm-hmm. You know, some guys, including myself, I was more of a – I felt an arm come in and graze my shoulder pads. I was gone yeah. because I trusted my legs to get me out of – the, you know, what I considered a dangerous pocket. And, and I felt more comfortable buying time with my legs and then making a, you know, a, you know, a crazy play. That's not Tom's game. It's not his game. If you can protect him and just keep the guys at bay, even if they get an edge on you, he can move and get away from that edge and reset. He has the, he has the patience and the poise like no other player in history to just reset. And, and and kind of settle back down and go through his read, and he's the most accurate thrower in history. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. if you can protect him, not you don't have to protect him great, but just keep keep that cocoon. He's gonna he's gonna always stay in he's the gonna hurt you safe zone. <laughs> he's gonna so, hurt you, you know. And, and again, the the prop bets in in Vegas, and and I I took uh, Mahomes over. It was twenty one yards rushing. He had 34. Remember, you, you subtract all the uh, the sacks from your rushing yards. But I think the over-under on Brady was like one yard. <laughs> so so the Ozmakers didn't expect him to ever get out of the pocket one way or the other. Uh, and, and I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. All right. Let's, let's do this, Brett. A couple of the um, – a couple of fun moments, you know, let's, let's have a little fun with this. Rob, will you cue up the audio of when there was a streak around the field and, and, you know, he, for some reason the, 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 the powers that be decide that they don't want to um, reward people to interrupt the game. I'll ask you if you ever had that happen, but a streaker, Rob, play the audio. Second down 20, 503 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl? And, Kevin, if you're going to run that far, get into the end zone. Don't slide at the one. you got to score once you got on the field. Get into the end zone, my man. Lord, now they're cuffing him. Kevin Harlan and uh, and Kurt Warner on the call for Westwood One. Yeah, and Kurt Warner. So, and the the funniest, I'm watching that thing live on television, and Jim Nance says, "Well, that's about the best run of the game so far, at least for the." For the yeah, I think that that was definitely the call of the year, and uh, I know Kevin very well. His dad, Bob, uh, was the president during my 16 years at 
at Green Bay. So uh, I, I know Kevin very well. He he does an excellent job, and that was uh, obviously unplanned. So uh, he showed his uh, his expertise there on that call. Put up I your pants, it, my man. I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, I'm guessing if you're on the field, it's not so funny, disruptive. You know, I've had that happen to me uh, or, or our team. I, in one one particular uh, game, we were playing Cincinnati in Cincinnati. It was a regular season game. It was I, – I, I hate to say that it was unimportant because all games were important. But second half, this guy just uh, – I, I get the snap. I, I can't remember. I think I was in shotgun. But anyway, I get the snap, and I, the whistle blows. So I turn and look at the ref like, what? what the heck is the problem? And as I turn to look at the ref, like a fan comes by and just takes the ball right out of my hand and just <laughs> I think he actually scored. He now if I remember correctly, he got drilled down in the end zone. <laughs> I get I gotta imagine if I'm if I'm a defensive back and just watching this happen, I I'd probably want to drill a guy too. Hey Rob, let's talk a little bit about the commercials. Let's queue up some commercials and and Brett, I'm not sure if you and Deanna were watching the game or if you're at the game. But the commercials, um, I think general consensus is they weren't as as cool and hip as fun. It wasn't the it wasn't the best year for commercials. Yeah, they're, they're saying it was a little boring. I found a few of them fun. Um, this is one of my. I guess I thought I don't know if it was the funny, but I love the Wayne's World. Rob, can you play the Wayne's World? Yeah. Woo. Hey everyone, welcome to Wayne's World. Party on Wayne. Party on Garth. As a local access show, we want everyone to support local restaurants, but. We'd never manipulate you the way all these other commercials do. Yeah, we'd never shamelessly rely on a celebrity cameo. Right, Cardi B? Yeah, eat local. It's <laughs> for Uber Eats. <laughs> so I got a chuckle a, out of that one. But did you have a favorite? Um, I, I'm, I'm like you and probably most. I mean, it wasn't like overwhelming with any commercial. That one was very funny, and I think you have to uh, our pro, our generation probably appreciated that one more. The younger generation probably goes, "I don't get it." But Mike uh, Myers and and Dana Carvey they look right, little, you know, rank uh, a twenty five year old may may <laughs> get it, but I uh, and I I got a chuckle out of the Ashton Kutcher commercial. Yeah, yeah, play that one. We have that one. That, we, that was a good one. Cheetos Did you cheating. Spell my Cheetos Rob. again. Just tell him it wasn't you. But I caught you at the counter. Wasn't me. Saw you snacking on the sofa. Wasn't me. You even had him in the shower. It wasn't me. Well, did you? <laughs> wasn't me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the first time that's ever worked. Shaggy in the commercial with them. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping to get the Shaggy in there. That was the best part of it, Rob. Oh, yeah, yeah but it went on for like 35 seconds. It yeah, went on listen. forever. Yeah, so Ashton Kutcher uh, is a friend, and I sent him a text right when that was over. I had no clue that commercial was going to happen. And I said, what happened? I was expecting your rapping skills to. He, he, <laughs> yeah, just, he, was, he, wasn't he sent back rapper. laugh out loud. He wasn't a very good rapper. Um no. So, so any other uh, Super Bowl related, I don't know, ancillary stories, anything you thought, anyone you talked to, what do you thought? Any final, final thoughts on, on actual Super Bowl before we talk about some other stuff? Um, you know, the halftime show is always, at least in recent years, has become, you know, what, what's going to happen? you know, how big can you go uh, sort of thing. And the weekend, I mean, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I, the first song he ever came out with, I really liked. And some of his other ones, I mean, and I, I think he's talented. But um, some of the stuff was kind of weird, you, you know. The, 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 the um well, so that was a shot at his ex-girlfriend who he said is so fake and plastic. 
Um, oh, really? I, I yeah, you know, he 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 he's taking a shot at her with his one of his songs. He had a, he wrapped himself up like he's all full plastic surgery. I believe that's what I hear. So I hear. But I thought the show was good. I liked it. It went on a long time. And, you know, I guess you're sitting in the locker room trying to get back out on the field on, on the Tampa Bay side of the ball. You're like, hurry, let's get back out there. And then on the on the, uh, the Kansas City side, they're probably thinking, boy, I can use a few more minutes to take get a breather here and, and retool the game plan. Yeah, it's amazing how long halftimes have slowly grown to uh, accumulate. I mean, I think the 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 half times when I played just in general were 20 minutes at the most. There's no way that was even close to 20 minutes. <laughs> no, that now, was like 45 who, who, who got the field ready to play from the time they hit the locker room till the time they came back on the field. What a momentum killer. And mm-hmm. I don't know who the advantage goes to necessarily uh, in, in a situation like that. If it does, um, but I know for an older guy, it's it's tough to take a break anyway and come back out. But you know, you can stretch, but mentally you got to stay sharp. And I don't know, I don't know. All right, let's talk a little bit some of the other other things that went on during the week since the last time. By the way, we talked Brady and the under. Gave you a couple of winning bets there, and also. We'll get to Bitcoin in a little bit. This morning I woke up, Bitcoin was 48000 Now, Brett, you and I were sitting on in Atlanta last week, and your buddy Poncho, remember the story? Yeah. Poncho, oh, we're yeah. talking. Poncho, many years ago, took uh, 108 Bitcoin, 180 Bitcoin, I'm sorry, for uh, for something that he, you know, so one of his businesses, he's, Poncho's super successful, and uh, and it was it was worth about forty grand at the time. And and he sold it for thirteen hundred dollars of Bitcoin. And I said, Poncho, what did you do that for? He goes, I made a hundred thousand dollars. I go, Poncho, do you know what you'd be making today? Anyway, that was last week we're talking about that. Brett, if Poncho held on to his Bitcoin, you know how much his hundred and eighty Bitcoin would be worth? Well, he he sent me a message last night. Uh, <laughs> I could I could read in his text the sorrow. Eight point six million dollars. Oh. Eight, six. Just hold that Bitcoin, folks. Hang on. And you know what? I'm not going to remind him except for every day, <laughs> at least once. Poncho is such a good guy. He's, he's, he's got such a good good spirit. that. Uh, in fact, you know what? I know some, no, let's remind him every day, every week, Brett. Let's remind him. Because last week when I said Brady in the under, he texted me right after the show, and he said, I guess I'm going with Mahomes in the over. I said, do what you want to do, my friend. But, you know. Yeah, I still, I still got my Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Aaron Rodgers, MVP, uh, got engaged too. Did he win one, lose one? Uh, oh <laughs> I, uh, you know, first of all, very deserving of the MVP. No question. I don't even know if it was. It should have been unanimous, unanimous but I, I'm not sure if it was. I. I knew he would win it. it. I mean, they'd be idiots to not uh, select him as the MVP. Um, great year. Um, and, and Aaron and I are friends, and we talk on occasion, not so much during the season. Um, I give him a hard time because he's the worst texter. Like, you you say, hey, man, great job, happy for you, and you won't hear nothing for eight months. And then he'll reply, and you've forgotten by this time. He's like, hey, thanks. I appreciate it. You know, it was a good year, uh, blah, blah, blah. So I, that being said, I, I I definitely don't keep up with this off the field. Well, um, let, Rob, do we have a little audio of Aaron uh, accepting the MVP and announcing his engagement? Yeah, here we go. Thank you so much. It's an honor to win this award for the third time. 2020 was definitely a crazy year. Uh, filled with lots of change, growth, uh, some amazing, memorable moments. Uh, planned for you know very little fans or no stands the entire season. I got engaged, and I played some of the best football in my career. Now there he is. That's he got engaged to uh, Shailene Woodley. And if um, I'm 
I'm a big fan of Big Little Lies. I like that that series. She's uh, one of the stars of Big Little Lies. Well, she also played in The Fault in Our Stars. Uh, or, I, I think I'm, that's the title is correct. The Fault in Our Stars, uh, where she uh, was dying of cancer, and she was awesome. She was awesome. I don't know her, but I, I'm happy for, for Aaron. I mean, good for him. Uh, maybe maybe that was part of the reason why he played i mean he's played great every year but i mean he it was unbelievable this year um brady's coming back aaron any any uh inside on on what aaron plans to do in in green bay you know a lot of people text me call me uh people i see you know just out and about wanted to know of course he playing in green bay being at the age roughly that I was when uh, I, I started talking retirement. What what I read into his comments, what I read into his comments were simply frustration, disappointment, mm-hmm. being upset, and nothing more than that. You know, I expect him to be back. Why? I mean, he. There's no reason for him to want to switch teams. He had the best game, best season of his career. They were one game away from the Super Bowl. I was I was shocked. And, and surprised as anyone that they didn't make it. They were hottest team in football. Um, there's no reason to think that he won't be the same player and they won't be better as a team uh, because they're relatively young uh, outside of him. So I wouldn't pay much attention to his comments. I, I think he, he's, he's still enjoying um, playing, seeing Tom Brady do what he does, certainly – keeps the fire lit, I think, for an older player. And uh, and Aaron shows no signs of decline. Uh, 37 is, nowadays is quite young. Mm. Uh, you Really, you're, you know, by all accounts, I think that you're entering the prime of your career when 30 years ago, 37 was, I can't believe the guy's still doing it. You know, I mean, it's it's a different day and time and they protect quarterbacks well, you know, better that that's it we talked about that last week the rules have changed i mean you, you if if the hits that you brett Favre took some of these guys took them now they they're not sticking around to 37 38 39 yeah and they're and they're not getting them they're not getting hit yeah. like that I mean, and, and here's the thing about that defensive players have gotten to a point where they're afraid mm-hmm. to to make a hit because they're afraid to get penalized, 20, uh, first of all, penalized, but more importantly, fine 20000 yeah. you know, give or take. People go, they wouldn't fine them 20000 Oh, yeah, they will. They, they most certainly will. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and there was a hit on Mahomes late in the game. Maybe if, if, you, if people watched all the way through the end where three guys hit him, I think they called uh, rough in the passer on uh, – Devin's, I think it was Devin White, that, but he was actually, he, he was part of the, there was three guys hitting. Yeah. I don't know what those three guys could, I mean, it just happened the way it did. It wasn't, I, it wasn't illegal. And they're all trying to make a tackle. Yeah. And again, there was a rough in the passer call and it was on the wrong guy. But that's kind of my point. You don't see those type of hits anymore. There, yeah. when you do, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. But sometimes it happens that way, mm-hmm. and um, it's just to, to me, it's it's amazing how afraid defenders are to hit the quarterback. Yeah, it's a it's a you know change it change a game. Also, you know you, you, they'll 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 hit you in the pocketbook. They'll 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 take a couple of bucks from you, uh, Carson Wentz. Last week we talked about whether or not Jared Goff was going to. There's going to be that trade, Goff uh, and Stafford, and literally a couple hours after we we recorded the the podcast, that trade went down. Now they're talking. Do you think the Eagles deal Wentz? And, and you know that's, that's he had a great um, run in, in Philadelphia. You know, I I, I think uh, here here's what I think. I think that Jeffrey Lurie, who I I. I vaguely know, um, but it seems to be a great owner. Chose Carson Wentz over Doug Peterson. Now, is that the right choice? Uh, you know, and and they're, you know, 
in their office right now, they think it is the right decision. Time will tell. I think Doug's an excellent coach. Um, I, I don't dislike Carson Wentz. I think talent-wise, he's as good as any guy in the league at, at what he does. But he's got to stay healthy, first of all. That's probably been issue number one. And he's been a little inconsistent. And I think that is, is part of that is due to the injuries around him. Who do you throw to? Who's protecting me? I mean, they have been riddled with injuries more than seems like every other team um, in the league. And so there's no continuity. There's no chemistry because it's a new guy each and every week. And um, I know the, the, the offense and the scheme that Doug was, was running because we, we played in it, first of all. And I played in it for 16 years in Green Bay and uh, two years in Minnesota. And it works. So I know it's not the scheme. Um, so maybe they're, they're, you know, they're looking at all that and saying, hey, if, if, if our guys can stay healthy, including Carson, and um, maybe they think the scheme was not the right scheme for Carson. I don't know. But uh, I, I think it's going to be hard to deal him because of the price tag. Um, yeah. You know, for any team, teams may – would want to take a, a chance on him, but not at that price tag. All right. Well, listen, we, we, we got a lot more, but in the meantime, we have a new sponsor, Brett. We have keeps.com. Um, look, we're not getting any younger and we keep, we got to keep our hair looking good now. That's why we love keeps keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep your hair with convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. Now you and I don't look like we're losing any of our hair, but you don't want it to happen, so right. Yeah, you know, Eric. I hate to admit it, but I, my hair, as you can see right now, we're on Zoom, is long, shaggy. I typically wear my hair short, but this time of year, it's it's, it's cold. It's not hot and humid, so I, I don't care about cutting it. I and usually my wife cuts it with clippers. Um, and you, you look know, good though, Brett. looks well, good, brother. When I cut it short, like I normally wear it, you can see that there's a little shine in there. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it is social distance. Your hair is social distancing. Yeah, you know, exactly. Exactly. Um, but you know, keeps, you don't have to leave your home. Once you hit 50, your eyes go, your hair goes. Come on. Come on. Hang in there, brother. Those go. I got the, a few years on you. I'm not, I'm not ready to throw the towel in. You, you, got, a, you got a nice head of hair, yeah, uh, Eric. Cool. I mean, um, you know, they, the Keeps, they have, there are only two FDA-approved medications that can pre- prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. And we, you know, the treatments can start at just $10 per month with discreet packaging. You don't want your girl to know you're your hair is starting to social distance and, and the packages come in. Proven results keeps as more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Yeah, you know, if you're ready to prevent hair loss, which I think people with hair loss are ready to prevent it. I don't know if too many people say, the hell with it, let it go. <laughs> they may say that, but then they, you know, they turn around and they go, now what's that number again? What's that website? Yeah, it's, um, you know what it is? It's, it's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash farb. Keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S.com slash Farb, F-A-V-R-E, to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash Farb, another new sponsor of ours. You know, um, speaking of hair, Brett, did you hear about this girl, young girl, who used Gorilla Glue to lock I, down her hair? I did. I did. Um, what was she <laughs> thinking is, was the first thing that I thought of. Because Gorilla Glue, I, I, I've used it, and, I, you know, I'm laughing. Get a little little bit on my finger, and it's (laughs) on my finger for like a month. You you know, God forbid I'm touching something that, like, say, a a penny. Um, Then, you know, you got to go through surgery to get it off, which is basically what she had to do. They basically took some time in the hospital. Yeah. But get this she's suing Gorilla Glue now because it worked. Not because she made a poor choice. Because it worked too good. I mean, what do you, how do you, what's the lawsuit? It was too, yeah, it was right. It was too good. It worked too good. And, and by the way, who's, who well, I mean, I, I don't hair? know the, the, you know, the ins and outs of what, what drove her to use Gorilla Glue on her, on her hair. But 
why is Gorilla Glue at fault here? Exactly. It's, I'm sure it says somewhere, don't put this on your hair or any other places that you don't want to be stuck down for the rest of your life. Yeah. I, I, hard to sympathize with her. I mean, for anyone out there who's thinking of using, using it for whatever reason in your hair, it works. <laughs> yes, it does, yeah. but, but you may not want to try this at home. Uh, Jose Canseco, you see this? Barstool Sports does these, once in a while, they'll do a pay-per-view boxing match. And this one's kind of funny. They, they paid, they've hired Jose Canseco. He's, I believe he's 56 years old, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to fight a 22-year-old Barstool Sports staffer, Will Cotter. His nickname is Billy Football. 22-year-old kid, get in the ring. Did you see this? You see, yeah. He, he, 12 seconds. Took a dive. Did you take a dive, Brett? Um, well, if I, if I were to box right now, even if I prepared for it, I, whatever that would look like, I don't know. How, I, I definitely know from a wind, from a stamina standpoint, I wouldn't last very long. 12 seconds. Uh, so I'm, I, it, it, I'm thinking I could probably beat 12 seconds, but then again, maybe I couldn't. So call it a dive, call it what you want, but I'm not going to stick around and get pounded too much, not to mention cardio. I mean, those, those guys who box and UFC, are, they're in a different stratosphere when it comes to. Yeah, this, this you know. kid came out swinging, but Canseco was bigger. I mean, he could have, he could have rope-a-doped. He could have been a, you know, Muhammad Ali rope a and, and, and stick it out. Around anyway, so so Dave Portnoy is a, uh, I guess he's a founder or he's, you know, he's a figurehead. El Presidente, as he calls himself. He's he was he was pissed. He he was like, Conseco took a dive and he's like, you know, I think it was twenty dollars pay per view and it was twelve seconds. And Portnoy is like, he took a dive. I want my money back. I think they paid Conseco a million dollars. Are you kidding seconds. me? No, that was the number. You know, Apparently, I think honestly, in regards to that match in particular, but really in general, I think uh, that's kind of where we're going with, with entertainment to a certain degree. Uh, it wasn't long ago. There was a YouTube sensation. I can't remember his name, the younger generations, this guy, he and his brother are always doing stuff on YouTube. And he fought uh, a, a former pro basketball player. I can't remember. You're the guy. talking about Jake Paul. Who, look, yes. who fought yes. Nate Robinson and exactly. knocked his ass out clean. <laughs> yeah, now I, I'll say this. That one lasted – I mean, you, there was some entertainment there. Um, and I have to admit, I was, I was kind of hanging on every blow um, just to see what would happen. So I would be very disappointed if it lasted 12 seconds. But I think that's kind of where entertainment is starting to kind of gravitate to. Rob, what next week we should talk about? Maybe we'll have a couple of matchups. Remember Celebrity Fight Club? Remember those things? It was kind of a joke, cartoon type. Oh, of you're thing. talking about what was a celebrity death match on MTV so, when they yeah, used that, the that, claymation that, yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. But, I, but, I maybe, think we need to incite. <laughs> you want to start a fight? Up some fights. Yeah, Bowl, and, and uh, Bollywood Farm challenges. Uh, you know, no, I, no way, no, no, no. I'm not challenging anyone. No, no, no that they fight like we'll pick two like who would you like to see fight like I like maybe know. bowling can fight adam carolla or something i don't know Podcast i might have death to match or i something. might have to after that last interview for the record <laughs> <laughs> it was so you know we were on carolla's show to help promote our show and we went not it was we were on about 34 minutes i think he, the, the extent of of adam talking to me was hey here's eric bowling all right let's get what's your favorite cheese and then he went right for the next 33 and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going ask to me football about. questions. That was all right. That's okay. Yeah. He didn't know me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think maybe we'll pick out some who would win in a fight. Right. And, you know, it's I'll Robert's give you some story. options. Yeah. We can come up with that. Yeah. We'll yeah. Work, we'll yeah. Work on that one. yeah. And we encourage um, our listeners to, uh, to throw out some, you know, some matches that uh, they would like yeah. to see. Yeah, you know what? I have a um I don't even know if we can do this, but I have a a a, a phone line. It's a toll-free phone line. We I'll, we'll have our listeners call into that. Rob, we can do this, right? I can give out a toll-free phone. Yeah, line, go for it. I? 
And you guys can say whatever you want. Um, we'll play some, some of that next week when we come on, um, 888-601-0032. Um, toll free, just uh, weigh in on, on who you'd like to see fight um, or weigh in on anything you're, you're listening to and seeing, eventually seeing on, on, on the podcast, 888-601-0032. Bowlingwithfarv at gmail.com as well, if you want to send any. Or bowlingwithfarv at gmail.com. And as always, just make sure you subscribe uh, to the podcast on iTunes or uh, Spotify. Yeah, I, um, you know, and I, I, I've had a lot of people that, uh, friends and acquaintance, uh, mostly here in town that ha- that listened to the show and um, said they enjoyed it. But I, I they, they said, you know, why don't y'all ask the viewers to, you know, what what would they like f- for us to talk about? Uh, yeah. So we encourage our listeners to – I thought that idea. was a good idea. Is there anything specific? Because um, generally they have better ideas than Oling, Favre, or Rob, or Brito. Thank you so much. Brito, Brito has a good idea. She said, why don't we, Bowling and Favre, judge the fight? We can get someone to fight. Yeah, first of all, we got to get a match set up. We got to get a purse. We got to get someone to pay uh, uh, a good enough purse for someone to get one. in and get their, their belt I on. One. I just came up with it. Dave Portnoy, um, the president of Barstool Sports has been at it with this whole this whole Robin Hood thing with the young Reddit traders. Yeah, he's called for the the chairman, the CEO of Robin Hood, which is a a, a, a stock site. In other words, all these kids were were putting their trades to Robin Hood. Robin Hood pulled the plug on these kids. Portnoy is going. He wants he wants this CEO. I can't remember the guy's name. But he wants him in jail. He's like, I'm going after you. You're going to jail. I have a better idea, Portnoy. You got the barstool sports. You do the fights. You versus the CEO of of Robin Hood and Bowling and Farva, the judges. Brett, you in? You down with this? I'm in. I'm in. Rob, Rob me you in. got a, you got a computer? Can you ch- check out the the CEO of Robin Hood um, Financial? Whatever. Yeah, I'll Robin look Hood. him up. It's, I think his name's like Vlad something, if I'm not mistaken. Vlad, correct, 100 percent right. So Portnoy versus Vlad. A boxing match, barstool, pay per view, judges bowling and far. Vlad Ten- Vlad Tenev is his name. Vlad Vlad Tenev. That's hundred percent correct. Let's let's do let's work on that. Let's we'll put that one down. By the way, eight 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 six zero one zero three two. If you like that, and we we'll see, maybe we can we can get some people to weigh in on that for, for to talk Portnoy into it. Hey Portnoy, he's he's a big he's a big shot. He's a big shot. Let's see if he uh, see if he can put up and and you know see if the the walk matches the talk. Um, Jim, money. Let's talk money. Tony Romo signed a massive $180 million contract. Yeah, I saw that. $180 million to call a football game. And and me and you are making chicken feed to talk about Tony Romo. This I mean, is a stepping stone. It should be stone, the other right? way around. We should this be is, getting that. This is a stepping stone. <laughs> Toward Romo money. Romo money, Romo money, but man, Nance is his his contract's up. Uh, he's making six and a half million dollars a year. He sits next to Romo and Nance. By the way, he does golf. He does college. Yeah, Jim, sports. Jim, Jim is awesome. Uh, he is. You know, uh, I, I when I saw the that contract, I was I was blown away. Uh, good, for, good for Tony. Uh, you, you know, uh, I, I got to believe. That that's the biggest contract he's ever had, uh, rightfully so. Yeah, uh, yeah, more than he, football, he right? Made, yeah. He get, made good money in football, but I, there's no way he could have foresaw this coming. Uh, but I, I suspect Jim will break the bank as well, rightfully so. Man, money's getting big in in, in entertainment and sports, and you know, you look at some of these these deals: 180 million, ten year contract. Um, I know, you know Tony. I know Tony a long time. Good guy. Really good yeah, guy. And you know what? I, I'm I'm curious to know from a financial impact, and and this is sort of related, but some teams. I'd like to know the teams that thrived off the, and maybe thrived is a, a poor choice of words, but maybe survived, uh, and and maybe I I got to believe financially, Tampa winning the Super Bowl was a good thing, but the, but losing. 
fans, how much did that affect them? Not like Green Bay, you know, small market so per se, but what they make in the in the uh, in the pro shop Packer pro shop at one time on game day was over one million dollars just on game day. Yeah, you know that I can't imagine on game day this year that them making that, but they'll be fine. But other, you know, Jacksonville, you know, some of the teams that struggle anyway to get people. What impact did this season have on them? Because keep in mind, the players that played still got paid. Yeah. And, and you and what brought me to this this uh, topic is talking about the money. That's you know they didn't say, look, guys, I need you to take a pay cut because we don't have a, anyone attending games, which means merchandise uh, the, 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 is is low. Uh, the surrounding areas and stuff, hotels are not booked, blah, blah, blah. It's just the financial uh, impact uh, like we've never seen. I'd like to know if, if some owners are sitting there going, man, I don't know if I can pay this guy a blockbuster deal. Uh, but if I don't, we're really going to fall behind. So, you know, it's it's a tug of war. It's a, it's uh, a lean year. It's a, it's yeah. a lean. I noticed for the first time, I think since – First time I can ever remember a Super Bowl ad, a 30-second ad, was actually a little bit less than the prior year. So it always had been higher. It got up to $6.5 million last year. They started at $6.5 million, and they had to lower the price to sell out the Super Bowl ads. And, and that was a, a bit of a surprise, too. Yeah. And wouldn't, wouldn't you think that if anyone benefited from this more than the other, it would be TV? Uh, wouldn't yeah. you think? Because yeah. if you can't go watch in can't person, yeah. but I know early on in the season, uh, there was, uh, you know, a little news excerpt that came out that, that, uh, that viewers, it, the, just viewing was down like 15 to 25% at the, maybe the first couple of games of the season, mm-hmm. which that, that really surprised me. And they're not sure. I think, I think uh, the, the people, the ratings, Nielsen ratings had a problem with their, coming up with how many people view the Super Bowl. It's just been, a, you know what? 2020 was a dumpster fire. 2021 is a whole landfill is on freaking fire. It's just, it's just when's, when's it going to end? Um, Bitcoin, right? I, I got to do it. It's just amazing. 46,000 right now. I got up to 48,000 this morning. I, I just, I'm, I've been on this thing for four years. I'm not getting off it. You know, people say, well, where can it go? Well, where could it go? go anywhere? And there's only 21 million Bitcoin ever in the world. That's the maximum that can ever be mined. And these things are mined via computers, via algorithms. You, you, you have to churn up a bunch of energy in your computer. It's very hard to mine a Bitcoin. You and I can't do it, but there are people that do do it. When they hit 21 million, it's over. That's it. That's the, the you know, all the amount of Bitcoin will ever be in the world. And if people are using Bitcoin, there'll be demand for it. Demand is going up. Supply stays the same. Price has to go up. And the reason why I put this out here is because Elon Musk um, invested a billion and a half dollars in Bitcoin over the weekend or on Monday. Um, Jacked up the price, but they also say here, and and that's one thing, but the more important thing is Elon Musk is the, the, the chairman and CEO of Tesla. He said Tesla will take Bitcoin. As soon as they get approval to take it, they will take Bitcoin. That's one of the first big businesses that said they're going to take Bitcoin and that's where Bitcoin becomes super, super uh, valuable. How many do you have? Well, we talked about it. I I, I have a few dozen Bitcoin. I have a, I have this other, there's a smaller currency called Ethereum. I have a couple hundred Ethereum, which is riding. the. So in other words, you're doing this show for kicks and giggles. (laughs) No, I'm doing it because I, I love, I love being on the air with Brett Favre. I love, you know, getting, getting the word out, having some fun. I'm really doing it also, not only because, because I've, I've been so deep into politics for the last 15 years. This is fun. I love talking about football and culture and Cardi B and, and, and Dana Carvey and, and Jose Canseco and the girl slapping some Gorilla Glue on her hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, I wish I had a, a few bit going. But. Well, well, so, okay. 
You don't have to. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. They're forty six thousand. You can buy. You can put. You know, you get a Bitcoin wallet and put put a few hundred bucks. I'm sure. I'm sure Brett Favre has a few hundred bucks sitting around somewhere. I just want you to buy some Bitcoin so you and I. You can feel it. You can. You, you can. Yeah. You know, well, that's the thing is that I need to tell the viewer or listeners that are, are like me that you can't touch a Bitcoin. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. You cannot, you cannot hold one in your hand. Mm-hmm. And for, for a little country boy from South Mississippi wants to feel the money in his hand <laughs> to believe it. How much? Uh, how much stock can you touch if you own a, a stock in a company? Can you touch that? Um, no, no. I mean, you can get it. <laughs> uh, I guess the same could be said for Bitcoin. You can, you can exchange it for real money. Um, but if you're exchanging it for real money, then I guess it's real money itself. Look at it this way. Bitcoin's like gold. Now, yes, you can touch gold, but you can't touch all the gold. You just know gold because someone, you know, you're wearing a gold watch. Your wife has a gold neck. You can't touch it. But you don't know how much gold there is. But right. you want gold, so you demand gold. When we want more gold, price goes up. Bitcoin's the same thing. It's a it's a currency. It's a it's cryptocurrency, but it's a form of a of a dollar. There's going to be a day. Where you can, you know, how right now you can take your phone and use Apple Pay and swipe. You don't even have to touch anything. You just swipe over a little reader, and it, it takes some certain amount of money out of yeah. your account. It's the yeah. Same thing with Bitcoin. There's going to be a day where Apple's going to once Apple accepts Bitcoin in their wallet, Apple and Bitcoin are off to the races. Yeah, you know, it makes me think about one of, one of the shows that I've watched a bunch on on uh, on TV. And in fact, I I record it is Gold Rush. Mm. And uh, you you talk about gold and, you know, usually at the end of the show, they show them, you, you know, pour it into the weight scale and, uh, and they slowly, slowly dispense it in. You know, it's like uh, 180, uh, 182. Grams. That makes sense. Grams. You know, but in relation to the show, it's like <laughs> all the stuff that you're renting or owning, dozers, dump trucks. Oh, hired people, the yeah. uh, sleuth box. I mean, I, I've 180 ounces seems paltry uh, to uh, to what you're spending in overhead. Yeah, but you know, you know, one of the biggest expenses, well, the the biggest expense in in mining, they call it mining bitcoins. We generate more bitcoins. It's called mining. Is is electricity? It's power because. You have to run these high-speed computers at massive rates to generate enough algorithm to create a Bitcoin. And what happens is they, they, there are these massive rooms of computers that generate that mine Bitcoins. They get really hot. So you have to cool a room. So the whole trick is to find a place where you have low energy costs, like some of the colder places in the world, um, and just just jam, jam in some Bitcoin mining going on. It, it creates a Bitcoin. Again, when that when they're done making them, I think there's 15 or 16 million out there right now. There's only about five million left to be made ever. Prices got to go up. 400,000 Bitcoin, maybe a million dollar Bitcoin at some point. We'll talk a little bit about our our, our sponsor from last week and those this week IP Vanish. We're going to take one more minute and thank our friends at IP Vanish for doing an amazing job keeping us safe online. You found our podcast, so you probably spend a lot of time online. So are you keeping your data safe and private? IP Vanish can help you do that for a great price, Brett. Yeah, no one likes having their internet searches used against them. But that's, of course, that's what's happening. Of course, that's why it's important to protect your your data. And IP Vanish is about as easy and affordable as you yeah, can and IP Vanish helps keep your data protected for just $3.49 a month or about the price of a Starbucks coffee. Brett points out less than, a, than, than my Venti Cafe Americano uh, or $27.99 a year. And you get anonymous IP addresses. This means your personal IP address cannot be tracked by anyone on the web. Circumvent any online censorship. Get protection when using public Wi-Fi. And that's a big one. When you're using public Wi-Fi, folks, everything you do online will be stored, will be aggregated, and will be sold to someone. All your data is encrypted so no one can snoop on what you're doing. And if you need help, which this is important, with the technical stuff, they've got your back with 24-7 support through email and via chat. 
You can even call. You can actually talk to people. That's how great they are. And again, because they love the show, they want to hook you up with 65% off right now. Just go to IPVanish.com, I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H.com slash Farv, F-A-V-R-E, and claim your 65% savings. IPVanish is the best of the best, even rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot with more than 6,000 reviews. Remember, it's IPVanish.com slash Farv. Get the deal and start protecting yourself online what are you doing this week when football's over dude it's killing me i'm dying yeah, you know uh it is kind of depressing it's like after christmas you know uh, the the build-up is so big and then uh, then it's over but uh actually today deanna and i we're going to uh we're driving down to the uh the coast which is an hour south and we're gonna have some some dinner with uh our our priest, Father Tommy Conway, uh, who's we love him to death, and two of the older priests that are retired now, Father Murphy and Father Pat, uh, all Irish guys. Uh, so we're looking forward to it. We've we've known all three. Of course, Father Tommy, we we see on a regular basis, but um, Father Pat and Father Murphy, we haven't seen in quite some time, and I love him to death. And we're gonna have a little dinner and and visit a little bit and uh, come back. Amen, brother. Also, don't forget, 888-601-0032. It's toll-free. Ask Brett, ask Eric, ask anything. Come up with an idea of a fight. Uh, Two celebrities who you want to see us judge a fight. Eh, Just weigh in on anything. Rob, how we doing, brother? The the only thing on the table left to do is when Poncho was here last week and we were all hanging out talking, he said, I need to get the two of you to face off in movie trivia. Because he said Brett's obviously a, a huge movie buff. And right. you pulled, I mean, Cheyenne Woodley from Fault in Our Stars. I didn't even put those two together. You knew that one right away. So uh, do you want to hold this for next week? Next week we can do maybe big time versus prime time? Let's do a little bit. We'll end the show every week with something like this. Yeah, something fun. All right, well, let's try a few of these and we'll see how you do. So I'll, I'll ask one of you a trivia question. If you can't get it, the other one can steal it. And if you need multiple choice, I've got multiple choice for you. So let's let's see how good you are, Brett Favre. Do you remember the name of the skyscraper from Die Hard? I don't. You don't. Uh, it's too long ago. Eric. Uh, Eric. Do you remember Die Hard? I'm, something top. All right. So it's either it's Tevlon Tower. Or it's something? either Nakatomi Plaza, Nakamura that. Plaza, or Takagi Nakatomi Tower. Nakatomi Plaza. That was it. Nakatomi Plaza. Very nice. Good job. I didn't get a multiple choice. I I know. So now this one goes to Eric, and if he can't get it, you'll get the multiple choice. All right, Eric. um, What Hollywood movie star plays himself in the movie Zombieland? Classic. I know this. Great movie. I do know this. Do you? Here's why. Here's why I know this. I'm a zombie fanatic. Walking Dead. Really? Zombieland. Zombieland. Something that the Z, I love zombie Z. movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Bill Murray. That's very good. Good job. All right, uh, Brett. Do you remember what 1976 thriller Robert De Niro famously gives the? You talking to me? You talking to me? <laughs> do you remember what movie that's from? Oh, uh, I can give I'm you options say Godfather. if you want. No, it's either Godfather Two, Raging Bull, or Taxi Driver. Raging Bull. Uh, Eric. Eric, do you know it? <laughs> taxi driver. It's Taxi Driver, yeah. I never Damn. saw Taxi Driver. You never saw, saw Taxi Driver? Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a must-see. Great yes. movie. Uh, Eric, do you remember in what movie Tom Cruise lip-syncs old-time rock and roll in his underpants? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, it's, it, I, I feel bad. I know that. I'm from Chicago. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I can't remember the name. He says he knows it, then he can't pull it. No, I, I don't. He slides in in his underwear. Yeah, what movie? I, what? What movie? I can't remember the name of it. Brett, you know what's? You know what's risky, bad? Um, no. Is I, I I I know exactly what the movie is too, but I can't think. It's the name is right on the tip of my well, tongue. Don't say it, Rob. Hold on. Let's, okay, Brett. Let's figure this out. Risky business. Is that what? Yeah, it that's is? it. Yeah, there yes, you go. Good risky job. business. That's Good exactly job. right. Uh, let's try. Uh, all right, Eric. Do you remember the name of? Uh, the kingpin in Pulp Fiction that Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson worked for. The big mobster. Played by Ving Rhames. Yeah. God, I love that movie. It's such um, a great movie. These might have been a little too hard. I didn't think about it. No. Uh, does it start with a Z? No. no. Brett, do you know it or do you want the multiple choice? 
Uh, give me the multiple choice. All right, it's either Wilson Fisk, Diamond Dog Jones, or Marcellus Wallace. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to say the third one. Yeah, it's Marcellus Wallace. Oh, that one. Yeah, it's yeah, Marcellus go. Wallace. Good job. Uh, let's see if there's a couple other quick ones in here we could pull. Do, you, do either of you remember the name of the boat in Jaws? Yeah. Do you? Uh, Orca. Yes, good job. Very nice. Yeah. Very good. Uh, all right, we'll do, we'll do one more. Uh, three of Jim Carrey's biggest films, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura, were all released, Brett Favre, in, in what year? Do you remember? I'm going to say... All three of them. 94. That's a winner. Very nice. You nailed it? Absolutely right. 1994. All three of them. Good job. Well, I knew knew there was a small window that... uh, I got it right. Yeah, Yeah. early 90s. Tight window. But yes, all four of those in the same year. All three of those in the same year. Ace Ventura was a big fan of uh, the Miami Dolphins. It wasn't Dan Marino in that Dan movie? Dan Marino yes. was in the movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah Classic. All right, cool. That was fun. Awesome, yeah. guys. Brett, awesome. Good to talk to you. And uh, yeah. everyone, Brett, uh, Brett's everywhere right now. And got to check Brett out on TV, too. <laughs> what am I doing on TV? I don't know. I thought you were at a, you have a TV hit or something. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you reminded me because I got to get off the show so I can go. <laughs> I have actual work to do. All right, everybody. All right. There it is in in the can, as they say. Thanks, folks. Yep. Thank you. Follow the show on Twitter for the latest news and links to all our social media channels at Bowling with Favre. Bowling with Favre is executive produced by Ali Brito and Rob Jenners. This has been a presentation of Live by Live's Podcast One.